Monday. It doesn't have to be home drunk, and it never is if you're in the Weather Jazz family. Hi, this is Dante Jones from Fox 8. It's Meteorological Monday. Always prepared, sunny side up. Here's Andre. 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 Everybody and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. It is episode number 522 today, and it's Monday. May 15th, essentially the midpoint of May 2023. Today's episode brought to you by the great folks at Rise and Dine Restaurant in Chesterland. Over the weekend, my son and I were there, in particular Saturday, and I reverted back to one of my favorites green eggs and ham. Don't worry, the eggs are not green. The green comes from spinach, and it's in. An egg scrambled spinach. It's got your choice of meat, most of the time ham because of the name green eggs and ham, but you can substitute some things. Every once in a while, I ask them to make it with gyro meat for something special. You can put sausage, you can put bacon in there. And of course, it comes with your choice of potatoes and toast, and oh, it is so good. Yes, I always come back home with at least half for another breakfast for another time. You will not walk away hungry, guaranteed. Go check them out sometime. They're in Chastrillon on the southeast corner of Route 322 and 306, and they occupy the southeast corner just south of the standalone CVS in the plaza below. Very easy to find and guaranteed you will not be disappointed. If you're a return customer, you know that by now. And they have a ton of things to try. Go check them out sometime. Well, it is Meteorological Monday. We'll focus mostly on near and short-term weather. But one of the things I wanted to bring up is the soil moisture. We're in the season now where a lot of the local farmers across the USA are thinking about planting their crops. And obviously, soil moisture and to a lesser degree, temperature really factoring in. At this time of year, there's really a much reduced risk of frost and or freezing temperatures. However, they can occur with the right conditions and with the right pattern. And we'll examine that pattern at the end of today's program. But this initial thrust will talk about the drought indices across the USA and In particular, the Midwest, and that does include Ohio. If you go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 522, I've included some of the maps that I'm starting to talk about here. And we're looking at the drought indices across the entire U.S. and focusing in on the Midwest, which includes Ohio. Now, on the broad scale... It looks like most of the very, very dry weather and the extreme drought indices are centrally located from Nebraska down to West Texas. You will see that on the maps that I've included. 
On the second set of maps, a more regional look at things from Minnesota, south to Missouri, east to Kentucky, and north to Ohio and Michigan. Now, just a couple of weeks ago, the soil was really way too wet in the short term to do any kind of planting. And that was in the early part of May. In fact, most of the rainfall that we've seen in the month of May came in the first five days, and there was a lot of it. Whereas in April, it was below normal. So we've made up a lot of lost ground in a very short period of time. And unfortunately, you really don't want to do it that way for the soil. It takes a while for the soil to absorb that moisture. You want that protracted over a longer period of time. But obviously, the atmosphere will do what it does. So where are we in the Midwest? Well, if you live in Wisconsin... Michigan, Ohio, virtually all of Indiana, and all of Kentucky, you're in pretty decent shape. There is no real mid- or long-term drought indicated. However, I was talking with an elder from New Promise Church in Kirtland over the weekend. That's the church that I pastor temporarily as an interim pastor. I've been there for over a year and continuing my duties there. I've gotten to know the elders quite well. One of them lives in Burton, and he is surrounded by an Amish community. So uh, he has a lot of his friends that farm, but they farm as the Lord provides the rain. There's no irrigation of any kind, and he has adopted a lot of their practices. Well, he and his Amish neighbors plowed an even larger tract of land that he owns to put in a decent garden. Now, last year, they had a lot of corn and quite a few watermelons. This year, they've expanded a little bit. But as soon as they plowed the ground, they realized that this ground is way too dry to do any planting. So he pulled me aside and he said, when are we going to see some rain? And sadly, I was not able to give him a definitive answer that was to his pleasing because it looks like this week, by and large, across the Midwest will be very, very dry. So in the long-term perspective, we are pretty close to normal, but the, the soil right near the surface really drying up very quickly. And so we're looking for the next opportunity for at least some decent rains. You know, the ideal scenario is to see about a tenth of an inch of rain every other night between 2 and 4 a.m. And that would be ideal, an ideal scenario. But obviously, ideal does not happen often. My meteorology professor talked about the climatological averages of any one place. Now, he was talking about temperature, but you can use the same rule when it comes to precipitation. You see, he said that the averages are simply an average of the extremes. In other words, there's hardly a day when you wake up when you will see average temperatures anywhere where you're located. And that is really quite true. You're going to see it either a little below, a lot below, a little above, a lot above. Same thing with rainfall. So the rule holds true that the averages are only there to give you an idea, climatologically, what to expect. But when you get there, 
those climatological averages are not going to occur all but a handful of days out of the month. So what about the climatology? What about our weather in the short term? Not climatology, but actual observed weather patterns. As I mentioned, for the first couple of days, really the first three days of May, not five, but three, I'm looking at the data right now, most of our rainfall came then. And after the 4th of May, the only rain we saw was two one-hundredths of an inch. And that covers 10 days. That's not enough to sustain that subsoil moisture layer, the one right next to where we do all of our planting. So we're starting to dry out. Now, the month of May in terms of temperature thus far here in Cleveland, believe it or not, we're a little below normal. We're about three degrees below normal. Anything plus or minus two inside that range is considered normal. So it's just outside the norm. And it has been a little cooler than normal by and large. What about rainfall for the month of May? We're actually right at normal prorated for mid-May. 1.35 inches is about where we should see. But typically, and really the best case scenario, is that 1.35 is evenly distributed among the first 15 days of May. That has not been the case. I just mentioned that most of the precip, all but 0.02 inches, came in the first three days of May. On May 1st, we had 0.32. On the 2nd of May, we had almost an inch of rain. And on the 3rd, almost one-fifth of an inch, 0.19 inches to be precise. Beyond that, things were pretty dry. We saw no rain on most of the days from the 4th through the 14th, just a few days at a trace. And the 13th, we only had two one-hundredths of an inch. Again, that's really not going to put a dent in anything. So at this stage in the game, we do need some rain. Will we see any? It is unlikely that we're going to see anything significant this week, given the pattern. And beyond that, we will very likely go into a cool and somewhat dry pattern as we approach this coming weekend, the long-range parameters suggesting that we're going to enter into this cool and somewhat dry pattern maybe even through the end of May. One more thing I'd like to cover and talk about before we conclude today's program is the fact that the dew point has been amazingly low, very low for the month of May. And typically May and June, you have some really nice dry days, dry days, mild days. And that's what, in my humble opinion, makes the early part of summer so desirable here in the northern states is that we're starting to see the air warm up, but the dew points haven't caught up yet. In other words, that real muggy feel, that real sweaty muggy feel hasn't arrived yet. But this spring, we have seen dew points exceedingly low. So low, as a matter of fact, that for a couple of days last week, Cleveland had the lowest dew point anywhere east of the Mississippi for a little while close to 32 and at times dipping into the 20s. For a little while yesterday afternoon here at the Weather Jazz Studios, I had a dew point of 22. And at first I thought it was a mistake. Well, I looked again, it said 22. 
So naturally, being curious, I checked in on the local maps and we had the dew point temperatures, even at Hopkins Airport in the upper 20s. Again, that is just crazy low to the point where you might notice if you don't have any extra humidification in your home that maybe you're getting a little snapped at uh, when you touch that doorknob and you have a carpeted floor, that kind of thing. That's what happens when it gets very, very dry. The static buildup can grow quite a bit. However, wow, talk about comfortable. And when the sun goes down at night with the dew points being that low, temperatures tend to follow suit and fall, and fall rather dramatically. Well, given the fact the skies will be clear for a lot of this week, you might want to keep an eye on the skies because the sun is pretty active. It has generated a very small CME, coronal mass ejection, from a group of sunspots that are now facing Earth. Now, this particular CME was rather minor. It does not appear as though it will produce the kind of geomagnetic storm that frequently will set off the aurora borealis here. However, the chance is not zero. So you might want to keep an eye on things. If you see a strange glow in the sky well after sunset, after it gets dark, it may be because you are seeing the northern lights. Again, the chance is pretty low, but it's not zero. Keep an eye on things, especially in the northern horizon. If you've got a good northern view and the best view is right up against the lake, places like Mentor on the Lake, Fairport Harbor, Ashtabula, Lorraine, um, even Sandusky, and you're right on the lake, you have an unobstructed view with no lights over the lake, obviously, to ruin things, you might catch a glimpse of them. This will be a good week, too, because the moon is approaching its new face, so you won't have that to compete for your time. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Meteorological Monday. Help me to spread the word about this podcast. Let folks know that you enjoy weather jazz, whether it be by social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, email, or eyeball to eyeball over the fence, and maybe even all three ways. How about that? That would be the trifecta. Do you have a question, a topic, a suggestion, or you simply want to say hello? I welcome your email or your voicemail. The email, you can ship it off to weatherjazz at yahoo.com and voicemail, always available 24-7 at the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect Line. The number, 234-525-5888. Well, I'm working on something very, very special for Wednesday. And in a unique fashion, we will hopefully continue with our Blue Marble series. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to have to tune in and see if all of this can fall into place. I'm trusting that it will, and you will not forget it. It'll be a memorable episode coming up. That will be episode number 523, released on Wednesday, May 17th. Look forward to seeing you then. In the meantime, enjoy this absolutely stunning low dew point day. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz